Welcome to another episode of the Battle of the Willamette. I'm your host, CJ, and I'm here today with COVID survivor Bud and Dustin. What's up, fellas? Hey yo. Hey yo. Hi-yo. Hey yo. <laughs> things so are good to see you guys. Things are good in lockdown. Things are good in lockdown. Well, you're not really locked down still, are you? I mean, you like huddling in your home and stuff you don't go out no we do but i i think i think oregon's on a little bit different page than most of the other states out there we're we're heavy on the uh, conservative side even though it's a more liberal state but there's uh we're, we're waiting we're we don't want to we don't want to get too anxious about anything so no doubt that was some pretty uh passive political talk there but it was a good attempt <laughs> yeah, that was that was weird bud like was it it's a little and weird. The funny thing is now that we live here, I mean, you don't live here in Oregon, but Justin, I'm sure anyone <laughs> that is related to you that lives either not in the Portland metro or outside of the states, like, is your house on fire? <laughs> yeah, totally. Because I, do you, are you getting the are you getting the graffiti graffiti on your house? Do you are every day? Are is every day? Is it is it affecting? your work i'm all well no since i work from home and everything that's happening is in a four block radius of right the poor downtown that's being torn apart so yeah but nationally they've made it look like this entire state is under siege yeah mm -hmm. yeah no i have uh many colleagues mostly work work <laughs> around the country that are that are uh, that are texting and calling often and saying, "What in the hell is happening out there?" Hey, if I still lived in Portland, I actually would have been in my neighborhood. So <laughs> would have been, been really inconvenient. <laughs> no well, doubt. so I mean, how has how well you know what? How how has this changed your summer plans? Like, what did you guys do? Like, how did it? But it seemed I know you did a whole lot. That's kind of the, what you guys typically do to the, for the most part, but what's it changed? What did it change for your summer? Uh, I think usually during the summer we might. <laughs> you know what? Let's ask Justin. Yeah, Just Justin, ask I'm going to, I'm going to pause and go kick the dogs. <laughs> yeah, you do that. Yeah, I'd say it's, it's definitely, we normally have three or four little getaway trips planned kind of every weekend during the summer those have shifted more to stay home kind of do some projects around the house so we're painting the house this uh this weekend getting some of the siding done it's all been projects for the most part we still got a couple getaways planned but they're lower key and and not nearly as many people so i mean it's it's a buzzkill and how was well how was what about fourth of july i mean that's usually a pretty big thing on your yeah cul yeah no and we we uh we scaled it back i'd say it was about one tenth of the size wow you know which was a bummer, bummer. nice thing is we got about 10 times more fireworks so <laughs> made everyone at least yeah, feel good we took out our uh, our anger and blowing shit up so yeah yeah that's what you do yeah it's like hey we're all just just a few of us but let's load up on the fireworks yeah well, Bud, how did it change your guys' summer? Like, what what did you guys have to adjust to? Or uh, I I think the I think we normally will like we'll go on one smaller vacation where we where we fly somewhere, not super far, but you know, 
Some of like Scotland or something. Well, that's that's a once every five years, <laughs> if not once every ten <laughs> years. So, you know, we might, you know, we might fly to. I think we were going to go to um, uh, Glacier National Park. I think we were going to fly over to there and stay for a couple of days. You know, not super far, but we decided that we just would do um, <laughs> super cool stuff. The uh, Seven Wonders of Oregon. So mm. we went over to the Wallawas, which is. I feel underrated because it was incredible. I've never been there before. And then drove down through Bend. Um, and on the way to Bend, we actually blew the engine of the truck. Oh no. Which in turn we had to replace, which in turn means we, we're we not going to take a vacation this year. So. Um, <laughs> oh gosh, dang. New truck uh, engine. Yeah, yep, yep. So that's always uh, traded in or uh, just get a new one and call it good so so what happens when this ha when you're on that trip what do you i mean do you rent a car and drive it home type yeah, thing we, is we actually uh it took us um we went about 22 miles and it took us about two and a half hours because we would go and then pull over and then start it back up and then apparently oh, it man. blew a piston and a, a rod was involved um <laughs> and so we just that sounds bad pulled it right into the dealership and uh they uh they they were real nice but we're like yeah it's uh we can pull it apart for a thousand dollars an hour or we can just put a new one in for eight thousand we're like you can just keep it actually <laughs> they were they're like we would you know we could we could we could talk about trading this in and uh, i'm like we we uh we don't have a car payment right now going into COVID and, uh, you know, insecurity around Nike jobs, you just never know. So it's like, hey, less, less payments, we'll just call it good. So we got a rental car, drove home, and then uh, my car was at home. So we just drove that for a couple of days, rental car back over a week later. And it's now we got a three-year warranty on a brand new engine. So it's okay, like a brand well, new car. <laughs> that's something. That's not yeah. bad. Yeah. But Idaho and then uh, we may go to Brookings but stay pretty close to home we got a trampoline that's like a vacation every day yeah sure I yeah I like to that's probably dangerous back there with you guys <laughs> yeah I, I don't know I feel like uh, family vacations with bud is it should just be it should be a show a live stream of some sort <laughs> like that's something I would tune into yeah we have to check that out I'd check that out for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I get four viewers like this podcast. So, <laughs> hey, man, we, we oh. have this isn't this isn't BSing with Bungle or mobbing that's, with Bungle, or whatever. It's, that's true. Come on, that it's the true. podcast. We're okay. Sure, they changed changed the name, and then maybe it was a one and done after that name change. I don't know. Uh, they assured me there was going to be one coming out before the the draft, so we'll see. I hope so. Yeah. Well, what about, so, what about you, Kamish? Yeah. Well, you know, normally we uh, will schedule, we had a trip scheduled to Europe that we're supposed to be on actually right now. Um, and so what, we, that's what been part? put off a year. We were going to do a, one of those uh, boat river cruise things Ooh. from Paris to Normandy and back. And so it's supposed to be like an eight day thing, but nice. it would have been fun, but we got it rescheduled for next year. So we're doing that, but we uh, did our trip to Idaho, you know, during the whole lockdown, spent some time at the cabin. We'll be heading back up there in about two weeks, and then we'll be over to over to Oregon for 
to see you guys and nice. we'll talk about a little bit more about that but that's kind of what it is because usually it's like i'm traveling a lot for work and so wherever it takes me then you know we'll usually extend the trip and spend some time that way but obviously that's not happening so i'm, I'm really eager to get out of huntington beach uh in the next couple of weeks for sure so yes. i'm ready but all that said what's on tap What's on tap? Well, speaking of Huntington Beach, and I guess really just California as a whole, I went out on a limb and I found this California brewery, which has been going around the old Slack messages, and I'm going to give it a try. Oh, yeah, that's oh, pretty good. That okay. a, that's not bad. We got the Mind Haze IPA. So I've been seeing this slacked pretty often. Uh, Firestone Walker Brewing Company. As I was perusing the aisle, as I so often do, uh, this kind of stuck out. So here we go. That's your first one right there. It's not bad. It's not one of those IPAs that leaves you with that weird headache the next day. So I can appreciate that. It's pretty good. And you guys ever, you ever notice that when you're trying a beer for the first time, you can't just be a sip. It needs to be like a good three. Oh yeah. Beers. Yeah. You gotta really, you gotta really, really dig in. Really fill up the palate. This is delicious. I can see what uh, Hawk Attack and you are so excited about down there. So Mind Haze, yeah. IPA. Justin, how All is right. how is the mouth feel on that uh, Hazy IPA? <laughs> yeah, oh, it feels incredible. Explain to us how your mouth feels right now. <laughs> and that's, uh, Justin, that's easily accessible here in Oregon. I got this at the New Seasons. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, it's my first time to see it, but... Uh, Maybe, you know, maybe a what's on tap that takes care of the entire uh, league. Justin, can I throw out a question here? What in the in the lockdown, we've been all drinking a little bit more than usual. Mm -hmm. Do you do you have a top? I'm a big hazy IPA guy. Do you have a top three I, hazy IPAs that you can just battle off? Well, <clears throat> I hate to bring this up on the podcast, but I've oh. I've I've started to back off the beer quite a bit more during the, uh, the lockdown you, period, just because if you get in the habit of kind of when I'm home, drink beer, um, I'm home a lot and <laughs> I can get pretty big. So I've been trying to really only have beer if we head out for, uh, you know, to a restaurant. Uh, otherwise, I think we discussed some of this. It's been a lot of red wine and, and, uh, and, and whiskey ginger beers um oh which has been kind of the drink of choice all right well we got lots to cover guys so okay this is that all we this do fluff, this fluff is great but no one cares everyone's waiting for the meat they want to hear about the league so you know let's talk about what's been going on i mean hey listen this has been one of those this is a weird off season like how has it changed but we'll start with you bud how has this changed how you approach this off season I know you usually come in with a pretty hefty plan. You know exactly what you're going to do. You have goals for what you want to accomplish. But yeah, Justin. Sorry, not to jump in, but we just had a push notification that the uh, Cowboys signed Everson Griffin. It's a big sign for the defensive line. Okay, thank you for that. No problem. Go ahead, so, bud. If we can, if we can just, if we can cut that, in, if we can cut that in post, that'd be great. That. Uh, we can make a seamless edit to my section. 
Oh no, we'll keep that in there because we want to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, this we want to see how how pathetic that cowboy could be when it comes to trying to get back to the league. It always yes. comes back around and that yep. cowboy. Pay yep. attention, folks. It's no, that's about- just that's football news. That's good content. That's good cowboy content. Four four time time pro bowler. I promise you that guy will be rostered on a couple of different uh, teams this year. Hey, we'll keep track. He will be hot on the waiver wire several times. Just don't bet. Just don't bet Irish puddles that that'll happen (laughs) because you'll never get your money. Ooh. Whoa, whoa. I feel like I saw some screenshots. There might be some. Uh... Did you see a screenshot that had oh, my name on it? No, I feel, you did it. I feel like there were some excuses followed by no screenshot. Yeah. He bet uh, me that he would be <laughs> in a bowl game. Either the, he'd either win the bitter bowl or. And I even said, hey, if you even make one of those bowl games. But he said, nope, I'm going to win one of them. So you, you modified the bet trying to help him out. Yeah, and he still yeah. said, no, I'm going to win one of those. And he didn't even make it, and I got no dollars. And he just ignores me. I even let him know I'm on, I'm on uh, Venmo. I sent him my account info, nothing. It's because mm-hmm. you need you need to direct message the money through Pornhub to his account. That's the only, <laughs> I, that's the only probably, way he accepts it. He probably thinks that I owe him money for all the stuff <laughs> he invested to be the producer of the podcast, but it never worked out. <laughs> uh well back to me i know you guys i cover a lot of my uh my deep dark plans with just you guys so we can you know hit them back and forth and see what sticks or whatever but big surprise not a big plan this year uh, mm. a lot of a <laughs> lot of you got weight, your tight end though a lot of weight put on levy on bell um <laughs> again and that, you know, you feel you feel good about the guys you got at the end of the season. You're like, these sons of bitches are, are coming. You made a playoff run. Um, and then the cold, hard facts of fantasy pros, you know, you don't have anybody in the top 10. You're flirting with one guy in the top 25. Um, they got old yeah. on me. And, uh, you were the division champ last year. Come on! Man. I know, and I and I think I can. Uh, I'm going to make the playoffs again. I'm going to squeak in. Um, I if I'm trying to win it all, but I'm also just trying to be in the mix. Uh, so um, no big plan. Trying to get better, but I'm really screwed by this whole keeper of only being able to keep my five best. Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> noticing that for you, bud. <laughs> And I don't know if I don't know if now <laughs> oh, it always sneaks up on me. I'm like, ah, oh, this is great. And then, well, it if does. I get I get rid of him, I gotta. Oh man, this yeah. is real tough. So, yeah, you know, same old, same old. Yeah. Well, I don't know if now's the time to discuss some of these keeper situations or a little bit later. I think, but uh, I was certainly going through them. And Bud, uh, with your addition, things got really curious over there. But did I understand? Did, did they? <laughs> did they get real curious? Well, last year you did not want to keep T.Y. Hilton, so I thought, is he going to be back out there this year? Or <laughs> I'm all, I'm all, He's a top-ranked guy. I can't. It's like I can't let him go. 
Well, it's it's not so much. If they were just on your roster, it'd be one thing. But when you go out and get them and bring them <laughs> in, just to cl- just to cloud your situation more, <laughs> that's the curious part. Well, yeah, let's let's talk amazing. about it, Bud. What what made you what made you roll with this? I mean, it's it's fresh. It's it's hot off the press. What happened? Uh, you know, somebody came in and said, "Hey." I got this guy. I know you like the guy, the tight end dudes. What do you, Gronk, Ertz? Where you? What do you? Where your heads at? And um, you know, I I drove. I had driven eight hours. I was a little foggy. I said, I'll get right. Let me see what works. And um, lo and behold, Zach Ertz is technically better than anyone on my roster. And well, I'm I'm no. willing to roll the dice with that. Well, here's the here's the series of events with your tight end over the last we'll say 12 months you went from rob gronkowski Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, to george mm -hmm. kittle yep yep to austin hooper yeah yeah to zach ertz yep okay i just wanted to make sure we covered that part that's that's it justin did you have something you want to add no i uh that's i saw the same um trail there but you know (laughs) So uh, I I will say the uh, um, the trade for uh, that guy from the 49ers, I feel like the collective trade surrounding all of those things helped me win my division and move into the playoffs. So okay. I'm, I'm okay with this year doing that that's true that's true I, the kittle thing did work out for you i remember i i wish i could have kept him and moved somewhere else but with the pieces that we had moving around there it wasn't i was i was going with what i had so no i i uh i think you made the right move last year in that trade <laughs> <laughs> for both of us but it did pay off those uh i know that jarvis you know started to have a really good end of the season it did help you uh and i have no issues with the Ertz trade either it's just that you've now you know you're just kind of in that tweenerville you made the the move for aj green as well so it just kind of clouds that keeper picture for you a little bit right it does well i'm just hoping that someone else will retire that'll force me to cut them off of I'm like, I'm waiting for Le'Veon Bell to say he's so sitting, the, sitting the season out. And then I'm like, all right, whatever. Just shut it down for this season. <laughs> yeah, no one's retired on you in months now. I know, right? Yeah. It's been a little while. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been since, what, January or something? I don't know. Whenever yeah. Keekly decided to retire. Gosh, dang. Yeah. He and Luck well, will come back on the same team at some point next year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, what about you, Justin? How's it changed your approach? It's been really different. We, we hit on this a little while ago, four months ago in our last pod. <laughs> I, I used to drive a lot and I would listen oh, yeah. to podcasts constantly. Um, and now I try to listen to podcasts, but with two kids at home, um, you know, asking me for snacks and, and, uh, and well, if they could play on their iPad every 15 minutes, I just, it's harder to concentrate on them. I feel like it's early. It's been early July, a normal early July for four months. Like I'm just yeah. waiting for the news to start just coming <laughs> through. So I have, well, 
I can make a good decision on something, but nothing's coming through. It's just... I, I totally agree. And now we're up against the trade deadline, and uh, so people are getting antsy. I did dive in a couple of days ago to really just kind of get to pre-draft form, um, yeah. where you're really analyzing everyone's team, kind of seeing the potential keepers and and still solid drops that are out there if people don't make trades kind of up to the deadline kind of get an idea of what what all these teams are looking like so I feel uh really good as of late I got a pretty good uh beat on things but it's been a different year that's for sure yeah oh no for sure it's been uh it's been interesting but let's talk a little bit about how the offseason is going and and Kobayar, we've got that. What do you guys think about that as something? The maybe, maybe Bud, you don't, you're not, you maybe you don't know about it. Do you know what we're talking about? It's the uh, the COVID injured reserve, jackass. <laughs> I just haven't weighed in. I didn't. I I didn't feel. I feel I got like the jackass. <laughs> I feel like my luck is not good in any of these things. So I'm just. I just have an extra couple tight ends on there just in case. Well, here, here's how it's going to work, just so everyone knows, just one last time. So <laughs> if your player goes, I guess now, because we didn't know how it was going to work out, but now if they go on the exempt list because of COVID-19, then you can use that third IR spot, no matter what it is. It could be a defensive player. It could be an offensive player. But if you're – it's kind of like we have to use – like just like the other one where you can only have one offensive and one defensive. We kind of – we kind of have to use the honor system. So, you know, I'm, I'm always looking to find folks. So hopefully somebody doesn't use it properly, but then it's like, you got to get them off of there as soon as possible. Once they're off the exemption list and they're back to active. So it'll be interesting to see how it works out. I just, who knows? And with, with college football, possibly not playing on Saturdays, we got games on Saturdays. We could have games three or four days in a row with chasing this Kobayar stuff down the whole time. It could get really challenging to fill a whole roster in some ways, you know? <laughs> well, I felt like we uh, we were talking about it quite a while ago as just kind of a, an option and, and, a, and a tinker change that we need to make for our league. And on a lot of the podcasts I've been listening to, there's a lot of different thought process, processes out there. I mean, there are people that are talking about any any COVID case should have an IR spot to try and get around like multiple COVID IR spots. Mm. And I know we've designated one, but you start to think about certain teams and people that have, uh, you know, a couple of players on the same team that could both go down and you're now put at a spot where you've got to, and these things, I guess we've got to kind of figure out what the tail on this is too, because if you're talking about two weeks, that's pretty significant. We could get to a point where, people are either, you know, looking at <laughs> needing to win games to stay in the season um, or dropping some pretty significant players. They just need to feel the roster. It'll be interesting. Well, and the other thing that we have to think about, not only, I mean, and we could talk more about this at the meetings, you know, and we'll talk a little bit more about that, kind of what that's going to look like. But we also have to look at the, we have the, we have the harsh reality of the season could not be completed, right? And yeah. And so we have to start thinking about how many games do we have to be into a season to say that we could crown a champion, you know, whoever has the best record or most points or whatever. Like we still got to think about even about that kind of stuff to a certain yeah. extent. Division champ gets a ring. It's, you know, it's, 
<laughs> yeah, maybe. Things we need yeah. to talk about. So you already got a room. Well, Justin's like <laughs> foaming at the mouth at that idea. But. <laughs> no. No, you're you're right, CJ. And um, mm. I think that there needs to be an over-under of games that make it a full season, which will crown a champion. Uh, yeah. it'll no doubt have an asterisk, but um, whatever that number is uh, to get there would be something that we should determine at the, uh, at the league meetings. Yeah. And let's say we say it's eight games. You have, we have to have eight games, but if it's seven, then what do we do? Do we stick with the rosters we have, or do we hit the reset button and we redo the whole draft yeah. and everything over again? You know, like, what is it that, well, that the we nice, do? The nice thing is we have the meetings. And so I just ask for everyone to kind of do their due diligence, kind of think about all these options so that, Hey, when we're at these, these meetings kind of prior to the draft, we can be uh, very, fairly timely with some of these debates, at least kind of do some of your research up front so we can know. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also heard that eight number thrown out and I think that it makes makes sense. If only- then we, just have to, then we just have to say like, is it a best record and tiebreakers points? Like we gotta, we gotta think about all that kind of stuff, you know, because there's two divisions. You, have, you can only have one winner. It just is very, Nobody wants to be that team that wins this year with an incomplete season. And then, you know, every time it's brought up that they get the old, oh, yeah, you were the shortened season champ. Congrats, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. And if it's shorter than a full season, maybe you uh, maybe you roll those games into next year's games and do the sum of two. Seasons. Yeah, sure. We could do that, too. I mean, that's that's a good idea. I hadn't, I hadn't even uh, considered that. That's a. That's a good idea for sure. So, but this is what everyone, yeah, to your point, Justin, this is what everyone should be thinking about as a, just a series of topics, right? Like how do we handle this COVID nonsense and, you know, and all that. So. Well, as the idea guy that I am, I thought maybe if all of us owners went into a bubble. How would that help our fantasy teams? That's the problem. (laughs) (laughs) But it was a thought. Yeah. It was a good one. It was a good one. Let's but let's it, let's try it. Let's try it. Let's we, see what happens. How would that go over with some of the families? Not good at yeah. my house. Might at be all. it might be more challenging for people that live outside of the metro area. Um, <laughs> you know, I th- I think the metro area guys could get away with it a little longer. You know, it's we're just you know we're other side of the city, not a different state. So right. it can be tough. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, let's let's move on from that we'll talk about the owners meeting a little bit and i don't want to get too much into the covid stuff anyways but it's been really quiet it's been quiet this summer right there hasn't been a lot of trades really not much well actually there until this week there hasn't been anything since the first of june that's why um you know and we've only we've had maybe half as many trades as we normally would have by this time um you know in a in a typical year we all know why but all that aside, who's winning the offseason? Who's winning this summer? What do you guys think? I'll start with you, Justin. Well, I think there's a couple of people that are winning the summer. And I guess we talk about really the reason why these trades have slowed down is because we when we had that first set of trades on the opening day of trading, there was a lot of a lot of big ones. A lot of action and a lot of big ones. So once you get those. And I think looking back, I think potentially there were a lot of people that, um, you know, thought it'd be a little bit more like previous years. 
when they didn't get involved in those those big ones and figured they'd have a chance to make some trades kind of throughout the summer there's been far less of those because so many large pieces were moved around but there are a couple of teams i guess we could probably just look at the at the power rankings and know who's moved up and that would be a really um statistical way of finding out who had the best off season because i trust the commissioner i know there's a lot of people out there that um have had their <laughs> what their, i know that a lot of people out there have had their qualms with this uh with the power rankings really there's people that oh that's news to me i thought everyone liked it and yeah. thought it was perfect hmm. so that'd be one way to find out but uh i think that i think that boston has made a couple of uh really solid moves that are going to put him uh, in a better place to oh, be successful oh, in the is, East. Is, I see what you're doing. You're, you're bringing up Boston so we can bring up you. Got it. No, 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 <laughs> no. He's in, he's, in, he's in the East. And, uh, and I think that he's going to have a better season in the East based on some of the moves that he's made. I also think that um, our boy... Electro's done pretty decent with that roster he was given to where he's yeah. looking today, um, at least to start this season. We'll see how he drafts, uh, but you can tell that he's um, got a pretty realistic head on his fantasy head on his shoulders, and he's looked pretty good. Well, let's 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 uh, let's take a trip down memory lane for a second on the past owners. The last, we'll say, three to four owners. So in their first summer of trading, so there's one that mortgaged everything he could to get Marcus Mariota. Let's not mm. forget about that one. I'm not naming <laughs> names, all right? Not naming names. Then we had another one that actually kept a player on injured reserve. Mm. Again, not naming names. And then there was one that mortgaged his entire future for Jimmy Garoppolo. So, that and, and and he wasn't even pissed drunk when he did that. So, wait, we're not naming names. How'd you know? Right. Well, oh about? wow! Wow. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, if you were there, you were there. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. so I consider what he's done. I mean, he's picked up. He's picked up several. He he went from who is he going to keep to I have a really good idea who he's going to keep, and that's that's a big improvement. You know, that's not bad. You know, I mean, there's a lot of question marks on a lot of teams out there. I'm not saying it's perfect, but it's good. I think he's done a good job. I really have. Well, lastly, I want to give, well, I'm not going to give credit to Irish Puddles, but in oh, my boy. in my opinion, I think that his team's better. He he got, he was able to, to get that Kelsey deal done as much as I didn't want to do it in division. Um, and so he now has a pretty dangerous one-two punch for, for touchdowns. Um, and... Not only that, I've never been big on Odell Beckham, and he was able to get rid of him. And as much as some people are down on Galladay, I think Galladay should be okay. Yeah, I'm down on Galladay, that's for sure. I just I just don't see it, but, I mean, who knows? You never know. Someone's well, who do you think won, though, bud? Who, I mean, I don't, know if, I don't know if he won, but he got me, sure showed up a lot in the trades. So he moved, yeah. some, moved some people around, got some, maybe some things in return. But I think he did. I think he got me. He's got a good team for the guy coming off the toilet bowl. You got to be, he's got to be pretty happy with, with where his team's going. I mean, 
We'll see. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, every year's interesting. And usually, like, you can usually tell which teams are going to be at the bottom for sure. And I think this year, you know, as parity continues to kind of creep in, it seems to get a little bit tougher and tougher to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. It is, uh, it is good to see uh, not Strangler, the mobster, making quite a few changes in there. Not that he's on the wrong trajectory, but he's, he's made a couple trades in there with his, with his homeboy and counter counterpart on the vodcast, but he's uh, making some moves. So. Well, if, if, if I ask you guys, speaking of these trades, like what was the most interesting trade that you guys saw and, and what, what made it interesting? Like, what was it that you thought, like, what are they thinking? Why would you do this? That whole kind of thing. Well, I'll go. I I think the uh, the Irish Puddles DC one kind of opened my eyes only because um, IP had his eye on one person. He knew what he wanted, and he just had to. I don't know how long the negotiations took or what what it took to get to that, but um, he was kind of single minded and focused in one wanting one thing to round out his keepers. Um, and he, you know, went out and figured out a way to get it. And so I, I think for, I mean, for people out there that might not have a plan or an idea of which direction <laughs> they're going, um, sure. it was, I, I, I don't think there's anyone in our league that's like that. No, but it was eye opening to see, I mean, I, there's a lot, like, if you look at that trade, there's a lot, there's a lot of moving pieces with the two players and then you know, they traded off three different picks. Um, and so just, it's just interesting to see the, the creative ways of getting things done and not, because um, I think some people, quote, um, aren't looking far enough into the future to see what kind of value they might have to, to make some trades. And so I know that I, that's a problem that I've got. I mean, people have, um, looking at what they've got down the road, um, and not and not making those kind of offers so that that was interesting for me what about what about you justin just to add on that trade it was that was the last place i wanted to send that player but um to ip's credit he was willing to pay for it so he knew what he wanted and was willing to pay for it and i needed the draft capital i will say that the biggest trade that's going to have impact really in the in the east and the west is what what gore and badonka bronx did with uh you know with really regret that one with, with really shifting some some top top players so um i'm curious on you know i like these who won the trades hopefully we're keeping track of them maybe at the end of the season we can look back and see who really won the trade might be an interesting thing to do because again to bring it back to me i know that i won the trade in that zeke uh zeke deal last year uh unanimously by everyone <laughs> when it happened uh, prior to week one. And I, uh, I got my ass kicked obviously in the trade then one season later, but are, this is, we, I thought we were not talking. I thought there was a moratorium. We haven't. No, it was just an idea. It was an idea that we should keep track of those things. Statue of limitations, Justin, don't, don't cross them. But don't Gore, them. Gore, as I was going through these, these, these keepers, it's incredible how many top, players you know wide receivers and players that he has kind of in the top 10 his keepers um he's going to be he's going to be tough so it was a good move uh for him 
and uh, and really a good move for CJ too. It improved his team. We'll see what happens. That's the big one that caught my eye. Yeah, those were that was a tough decision. You don't want to give up Alvin Kamara, but I was gonna move him into the West, see what I could do. I wanted a two for one. I think most people that I was working with knew I was looking for a two for one on that one. Mm. Mm. You know, just you never know. You just never know, right? You just never know. Well, and I started making the West bid against themselves a little bit, which was nice. So, you know. One other one that caught my eye was the AJ Green trade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all, I'm all, hey, that's my guy. Hey. Uh, <laughs> hey, wait, that was me. That's my guy. I, I'll tell you which one was a little bit odd was the the Miko Hardman and uh, DJ Moore trade between uh, he got me an end zone. Yeah, it, it was that was interesting too. So I, I I'm not sure. Well, you know what is the I I think end zone lost a couple rounds and that, but I'm just I'm just not sure what the plan was there. Well. In end zone's defense, he's not used to trading. He just keeps <laughs> he just keeps his same really keeps his same players. He's got the same six guys. This will be three years in a row. Yeah. So I uh, I chalk it up to that, but I think we all gave him a hard enough time when that thing went down. Uh, you know, and, he's if he's not careful, he's gonna have a bunch of players retire on him and not even <laughs> see it coming. You know, that's a real a real possibility <laughs> end zone we need to talk about the writing on the wall you need to read it you need to read uh, that writing on the wall it's coming your way uh for sure all right guys we, we're, we've been we've been talking a long time we got to get moving on this yeah let's right. get let's, moving so let's uh let's move on to the the, the meeting i'll talk about what the the uh the owner's meeting is going to be like so listen this uh, what i'm going to do and i think i've talked to this before but people didn't see i'll break it down into chunks of the league so we'll talk about you know off-season trading we'll talk and, and kind of how that works and what do we like about it what we don't we'll talk about the draft what we like what we don't we'll talk about in-season scoring in-season trading we'll talk about how everything works and just make sure everyone's comfortable with that and then if there's some topics that come up and we want to talk more about it we can do that and make adjustments some will have to wait until next year for sure but other things won't so that's kind of when I'm going, I think one of the big things that had to be what we talked about earlier with the COVID stuff. So, I mean, I don't know what you guys think about that approach, but I don't think we have any big topics, but I think it's time for us just to sit down as a group and look at the league and feel like, is it, is there something more we could do to make it better? Do we like certain parts of it? Are there just certain parts that maybe we don't like, but maybe we don't know how we would change it, but what could we do? So that's kind of my approach. What do you guys think about that? Uh, will we be able to vote on eliminating COVID-19? Because that... Uh, let me make a note of that. Yeah. That, eliminate... if we can vote on eliminating that, that would, that would yeah, increase but... my excitement about the league. Yeah, but if we do that at the meeting, then Hawk Attack's going to get so pissed that we mm. did that, and he could have came the whole time. So That's true. I mean, That's think true. About okay, that. perfect. Okay. Yeah. So maybe we could push that one to later and yeah. then for the what about you justin what, what do you think well it is unique that we don't have you know as many topic items as we've had in the past to kind of get through in this meeting so there's not a lot of you know 
stuff happening. So I do think that we we should kind of just dive into this stuff, have an open forum, get some of that information, yeah. but it's going to have to be kind of quick and concise. So again, everyone kind of think about these things in advance so we don't draw it out too much. Uh, it's going to be a lot to fit in. I'll send out, I'll send out the, the readout, so to speak, right? Like what the presentation that we'll use so people can look at that and at least make their own notes, however they want to do that. So when we get in there, it's not the first time they're seeing this stuff, you know? So, so I'll have that, but like what we're going to, so for the actual event itself, so he got me and I, you know, I sent it out last week, but he's going to have it set up where if people aren't comfortable. There'll be plenty of room, you know, don't, there'll be social distancing, bring a mask. If you, you know, everyone probably carries a mask with them everywhere they go now anyways, but um, we're not going to share food. We're not going to, you know, be passing around stuff or whatever. So bring your own food, bring your own beer, stuff like that. Just, just so that um, some of us like myself, I'm going back to Idaho and I have family stuff going on there. And I got, you know, like, you know, I got at-risk people that'll be there. So I'm just trying to do the right thing as best I can. <clears throat> so I don't, you know, make anyone else sick. But um, so we'll, we'll take the right kind of precautions and make people feel comfortable. We obviously aren't going to go to the corner saloon afterwards and drink mm. one uh. in the morning. <laughs> I'm sure uh. they've been open this whole time, but I don't think that's such a great idea. So we'll have to figure that stuff out. But I just want everyone to know there's not going to be any kind of pressure on people to you know, we'll, 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 we'll be smart about it. So now that's with the draft as well. Well, the corner saloon hasn't cleaned their restroom in 25 years. So I doubt they've cleaned any of the rest of that bar. <laughs> place is dang, the, only, stuff. the only other thing we have to worry about is IP gets a little touchy feely when he gets a couple in him. So we'll all have to kind of watch out for that. Yeah. And we'll just strap him down or something. It'll be fine. Yeah. As long as, and then maybe even muzzle him to a certain He'll, he'll figure it out it'll uh he'll bring his own he's like oh i need to know okay i'll bring it you guys <laughs> yeah. are in charge bring you your gag charge. yeah all right so let's talk about how the draft's gonna work so i'm still on the fence so what my plan was since last year was i wanted to have like a real draft board again where people would we'd still be on slack put in the name but then it's your responsibility to go up and put it up there because the, we get like uh, best best available coming back this year no, sorry, bud. Not this mm, year. Mm. Yeah. That's that's hurtful, CJ. That is hurtful. I know. You won the, the league that year that I got in. <laughs> I know. That's why that's why I'm pulling for it every year. Come on. Auto draft this zombie. I know. So so um I was planning on making it so people would go up, put on their own because before when we had the, the board, there were people that had to go up, they would take their sweet time oh i can't find it you know blah, blah. and it's like it ended up taking so long that we had to like get rid of that so we can still do it on slack so people can see it right away right then i can then if i'm next or coming up at least i can see it i can start while they go up put it on the board but i think with it being um you know we're gonna have at least two guys so hawk attack and boston stranglers are not gonna be able to make it and i don't blame them we're like i said um we're eliminating one rule 1.1.2 1 .1 for 2020, which is if you're not at the draft, you can't start your quarterback at week one. Um, so obviously we're not we're not doing that. And then um, electrocutioners planning on coming, wants to come, um, but he's going to kind of see what's happening if things are still kind of 
out of hand at that point, then he's gonna um, he's gonna not he's gonna not come. And I don't blame anybody for not coming. I get it. Totally. But it sounds like everyone else is up for it. But mm-hmm. let's you know, it's it's Portland, so you never know what's gonna happen. Um, so we'll keep an eye on it. But True. so I have to do some kind of um, virtual. So, I mean, what I think I can do is just do like we do it normally. We'll just I'll, I'll we can create a Zoom channel where we'll have the 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 draft, at least the the board, the electronic draft board that we always have um, up there, so people can see that. They'll still see it on Slack, but then they can reference that. You know, so we could do it like that, which will make it easy for me. It'll make it easy for everybody. Um, so I, I mean, I'm just not sure yet. Uh, you know, we can. Because the other guys also want to be there, you know, they want to see everyone, something like that. So I'm not quite sure how we'll how we'll do that. Hawk Attacks offered to provide some equipment to help make that a little bit better, um, but I just, again, I haven't. It's, it's just I haven't figured it out what's the right way to do that yet. But what do you guys think? Did you say Irish Puddles was going to offer equipment? No, 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 no. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, no. I love the idea of having, yeah, because you just share a screen or whatever, and they've got this, the, um, everybody that's there and everyone that's available. Yeah. You can, you know, turn it around every now and then see people. And then the Slack channel makes it really easy to, to keep up with the picks. So, yeah, because we could put one iPad or something under the TV and we can put their faces up there yeah. somehow. You know, I think, yeah, what I don't want is if we have multiple people trying to be in on the Zoom in the same room you know that gets a little funky with delay and and stuff so i think we have a single one you know with the folks that yeah don't make it that screen can be shared with the draft board we go slack it goes through there um and we can kind of run that zoom at least on an ipad or a laptop someplace for those people to kind of you know as we're mingling stop through and say hello well we can put their faces up and tie them in so we can hear them and see them and then they see us through the an ipad or something like that so uh i'll be there early and lewis and i'll figure out something um but i i just don't know what i'm gonna do about the board and stuff and if it you know what if it doesn't work it doesn't work i think it's okay like it's too bad that everyone can't be there but this is just one of those you know it's just a weird circumstance what are you gonna do so yeah so i think we'll figure it out yeah i'm excited that we can at least have it like some of the people will be there physically, even though everyone can't be. So it's, you know. Well, there's going to be, so. Silver lining, um, silver lining. Yeah, and Tony <clears throat> is going to join. Oh, great. Else. That's good. Triple threat. Yeah, so we'll have nice. a little Tony action. Um, Products had a guy teed up to help us if we were going to do the board, right? So if we oh. still want to do the board, we could do that where somebody's actually putting it up there that complicates things on, on who sees what. And I mean, it's easy for the people there, but for the virtual people, I don't know if that's such a good experience, you know? Yeah, I know it was unfortunate because we were going to bring in a lot of support to kind of, you know, take some work off of your hands so that you can kind of concentrate on the draft (laughs) and, uh, you know, have some additional help there. Everything we've talked about in the past, but this year is just not the year. So I think that we do it to where it's fair for everyone and, yeah, and just have it up there virtually, and and all right. So that's we'll, what I'll just we'll plan on it. that. Yeah, I'll just plan on that. It'll be fine, and that makes me feel better about it. All right. Well, let's. Oh, so it's. But otherwise, everything else is going to be the same. Two minutes for the first three rounds. Ninety seconds after that, 
everyone can have one trade, only one that you can be involved mm-hmm. in. So you mm-hmm. can't be, you can't initiate one and then be somebody initiate one with you. You're out. Once you have a trade, you cannot trade again. So don't even try it, Irish puddles. But it's mm-hmm. like just the way that it is. But you know what? I think I think I hear something. Do you guys hear that? It sounds yeah. like a bag's open. Is it time for Bud's bag? Yeah. Let's uh let's let's open this uh bag of burning questions as I like to call it. Uh, I'd like to thank bag all the league. Bud's bag of burning questions. Yeah, Bud's, Bud's, Bud's burning bag? Bud's burning bag of I don't know before I, before <laughs> Bud's before, burning sack? What? Whoa. <laughs> don't put the poo inside this sack. Gross. Uh, I know I started uh Bud's Grubhub or whatever I dubbed it and then we missed it for four months everyone go out and try mata it's a food cart in northeast portland m-a-t-t-a mata vietnamese soul food it's it's insane super good voted best cart in portland two years ago or something like that uh reasonably priced uh it's all takeout so go get it all right Uh, is that in the is that in the protest zone or outside of it out Mm. outside the protest zone so it's uh you're you're safe you're safe okay good Good. Uh, right writing it down right now so far i have yoga by adrian yeah mata uh fried catfish that is out of this world out of this world catfish so uh lost me there ah okay a lot of other good stuff though okay um so uh bud's bag is bud's bag of burning questions um so i want to thank all the leaguers for getting back to me in such a uh, a short time frame i know i said uh kick it out for a few more days but we pulled the podcast a day early so uh, i was able to reach out and everybody got a question in there one way or the other um nice. Uh, a couple of questions that were overlapping that I'm just, we don't need to answer. I'm just going to call them out. Um, we're not going to say who who asked these questions, but there were a couple of people asking a couple of questions and these were in there. So I'm just going to start with them. It's, um, let's see, uh, uh, why does it burn when I pee? <laughs> that, that was not a question that was meant, we, we don't need to answer that now. Um, <laughs> Another one from the same person was, um, why can't DC win the big one? We're just, we're not going to talk about that. Um, So we're going to, we're just going to, there was another one. Can I answer that one? What? No, we're just just going past these. (laughs) That several times came back. What is hip hop's fascination with the tight ends? we're moving past it. We're not even going to touch on it. No, okay. I, it's a... So we're going to move into, um, do you guys want to know who asked the questions or we want to roll yeah, through? Yeah, of course, the... they're their questions. Okay. Yeah, they're their questions. So our boy Endzone was first in, so I wanted to make sure that he was yes, first up. Endzone. Well done, Endzone. Endzone. Yep, just right back at us. Um, so first question for both of you guys. What what is the longest podcast that we've done over the years? I think it's this one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I, man. We, I think it's probably, I mean, Taylor could probably answer this better than anybody, but I think we had one that's probably around 90 minutes. I don't think we have anything longer than 90 minutes. 
And I think and I think that was cutting it cutting it down way down. Yeah. I'm looking right minutes. now. I'm looking right now. Well, the the problem the problem is is that when we don't get a chance to see each other <laughs> often enough, we just well, have forty a lot minutes of, about nothing really. And yeah, I mean, yeah, that's hard for the producer to know what to cut out because it's all good. I mean, it's all good stuff. So it's the best stuff. Yeah. Okay, so one hour and sixteen minutes was our longest podcast. Okay, that was end zone. That was end zone. No, he's got a couple more, so I want to rattle these off. Yeah, end zone. All right, let's hear it. What's what are the chances of a greatest hits podcast? <laughs> it's it's been discussed. It's it's been in the think tank. Yeah, might, I talked about it. It might be a four hour long version, long form, but uh, yeah, break it I up. I could think it. of some. I could think of some hilarious time. Like <laughs> it's just oh boy, that's well, a fun one. It's not a bad idea to go back and listen to some of that content again, especially with. You know what we've been seeing with the history books for each year and some of the things that were discussed yeah. each year kind of which, tie in which rolls into the next question what is the uh what was the best time on the podcast and why i'm going mike tyson versus gorilla mm. there's that was pretty funny there's oh my gosh. almost nothing more memorable than that and i don't i don't know how i think everyone else enjoyed it but i was dying i was and dying. i can tell you irish puddles was on that one and he he made it he was so funny on yeah. that one like, yeah yeah he was i mean that that got him extended longer than he should have as the producer but he was hilarious on that last uh last question from from uh easy has any oh but one thing oh. i will say is what, yep. what some of the ones that were funny were the good morning Willamette ones those were good podcasts yeah they were, they were short it was about all the matchups as before pick <laughs> Those are good. Those are really good. Those are a lot of fun. So there's in, some good content in there. In and out. In and out. Last one. Has anyone ever been fired from the podcast team? Yes. Well, yeah. 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 Multiple people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had the first one to go was Neil's deals. <laughs> well, yeah. He was a one and done. <laughs> I hated but that guy. We've also we've also circulated through producers and came back to the original. Right. Yeah. Hey. Yep. We have, we have really had a hard time with producers. Our current, our current producer only works off of one machine that always has good battery and good Wi-Fi. So yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> if you guys, like, if you guys could see, like, I wish there was a camera rolling on CJ three or four different podcasts where, where Irish Puddles was really struggling. And if you could cut back and forth from the slacks and the text messages, oh, it's, it's, it's amazing. Just amazing stuff. It was rough. It was such a hard time. Okay, what else you got? All right, how many, this is a very sportsy one. How many rookie running backs will go in the first round this year? Ooh, I'm yeah. going to say two it's two there could be three maybe three but if if yeah. somebody picks up that third one but see not in it to win it well but we'll have to see because in this keeper league it's a little bit different and we all know that you've built your team a little bit differently everyone's built their keeper roster a little bit differently and then you some people could take a risk early and so running back is the risk always to take 
extremely deep at wide receiver this year, I could see potentially three going. Yeah, it's going to be running deep this year. Maybe you get three, maybe. But there's a lot of good receivers that are going to be out there available in that first round. And not to mention some other younger running backs that are not necessarily rookies. Yeah. Yeah. So that rolls into another question on a different leaguer. How many wide receivers go in the first round? Not not necessarily rookies, (laughs) but six. How many okay, how many how many how many rookie almost said wookie wide receivers? Zero. Really? That bodes well for me. Good to know. Good to know. That was that was Bud's question. Yeah. I'm I'm like this. I'm writing it down. Don't mind me. Don't mind me. I don't know. That's a tough one. I I, I doubt any of those. I don't think a rookie wide receiver has ever paid off. Yeah, yeah, I mean you're taking a stab pretty early with a valuable uh, pick at one. Yeah, that you may not be able to start ever. It's a good thing uh, not everyone's got a first round pick then. Who 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 was the last no miss? I mean, just can't miss. Wide receiver, wide, rookie wide receiver, Wookie wide receiver, Wookie wide receiver. I think Odell Beckham was a be that breakout year. I mean, I I can't I don't th- I can't think of one. To be honest, I don't, I don't have any idea. No yeah. idea. We'll have to go to best hits. Uh, next question, super thoughtful question for somebody that is. Um, uh, medicating heavily uh, <laughs> and went went real deep. I had to uh, nudge him out of a slumber. But uh, will we ever see a female owner in the battle of the Willamette League? Yeah, I I don't think I don't know. I I would never say never about anything, but I don't see like a lot of the wives in this league excited that we're palling around with some chick that's in our league. I don't know if that's going to go over too well with everybody, but that's just me. I'm with never you say never. One. Right. Never say never. I think, I definitely think it would change the excitement level that my wife has for this league for me. Well, it, I mean, it would be an interesting, it'd be interesting. Well, when Justin's one of Justin's daughters takes over Duck Cowboy oh. years from now, maybe then. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, the the Forbes uh, franchise for Duck Cowboy <laughs> is strong, and that's uh, that's going to be in the will for sure. You yep. just need to win a big bowl game so you can get yourself back to the top. Mm, plenty mm. fine. Plenty fine. <laughs> plenty fine. What what else you got there? All right, let's go through here. Um, how important will fab be this season Ooh, oh man it's going to be huge more so than any any other year really well it's a good thing that ip has 14 dollars. <laughs> <laughs> i just think that you you ha- you are going to have to manufacture wins in this year way different than on other years because you're you're going to have key players potentially not mm available to you unexpectedly and you're going to have to go out and and compete just for a guy to fill your roster you know and everyone's going to be competing for everyone's going to be competing for guys that normally we would never compete to get this year more than ever at least that's what i'm that's what i hope it doesn't happen believe me i hope that doesn't happen 
but there's a really good chance weeks here and there, especially if the whole team is down and you they're not playing at all and you got two players on that team and now you're out looking for other players. I, I, who knows? It's going to be rough. Yeah, I'm just hoping for no injuries this year. <laughs> no injuries. It would <laughs> Zero. Be nice. Zero. Everyone's going to be – and that's the other thing. Everyone's going to be hurt in the first half of the season. Everyone's going to be banged up. I totally agree. There's going to be so many soft soft tissue injuries and stuff. These people aren't going to be ready to play. And COVID's going to be lurking its ugly head. So that's worst case scenario. Could be, uh, could make for a really crazy season. It could prove that these players don't need six weeks of preseason to be ready and that their bodies are just, they're taking care of their bodies enough where they're not wearing them down heading into these games. Who knows? I don't know. And learn a lot this year, but yeah, I think Fab will be high. Fab number is going to come in handy this year. Oh, right. Okay, two questions. You guys can. Uh, if Bungle has a three-peat, how many people will quit the league, and how much would you pay for Lamar Jackson? Five, and a lot. Five. Five. Five people will drop out of the league. <laughs> you care to name them? Let's see. Um, Badonka Bronx. <laughs> Irish Puddles. Hawk <laughs> Attack. Yeah, the West. Duck Cowboy. And Gore. Go start a new league. Start a new league. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even ask that. Is that who asked that question? Uh, that was uh, Mobsta. Mobsta. Oh, brother. I paid. He's, uh, such a, he's such a bungle homer. My God. Come up with a question for yourself. I was going to. He had five questions. I narrowed it down to those oh, okay. two. Okay. So. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was going to say, can you guess who asked these questions? Yeah. Were the other three uh, something about Bungle also? <laughs> no, the other three were about they were about Electro and if he's gonna last. Is oh, he gonna make, really? Is, is he gonna make it longer than um, Sourdough Sammy's? So yes, absolutely. I think he's been great. I think Mike is, you know, Electro. Like we said, he has had a great off season. He he participates. He's doesn't appear to be too emotional. I mean, he he did pass out in his yard we saw that picture and that's (laughs) consistent with sourdough but i yeah he seems i think he's gonna be okay i don't know i I mean you never know till you see him in season but so far i think he's been great there's still a part of me though that kind of doesn't want to meet him you know (laughs) it's like that it's like that radio voice you know when you listen and you yeah, kind of have right. an idea of exactly who he is. I just like my version of Electro <laughs> in my head. It's I, the, think I think he'll be all right. It's like the first time you saw that photo of Isaac and Big Souk, you're all, whoa, I, I can't listen to you guys anymore. I, that's not it. <laughs> 100%. Two more questions. Two more right. questions. Uh, this one's just for you, DC. Are you still upset about the uh, Kamara to Gore trade? Ooh. CJ put a. Uh, no, I didn't. That was not for me. That's funny. He might. He <laughs> might be a. He may or may not be a coworker of CJ's, oh. but. Yeah. No, I. Uh, 
I'm okay. I think that uh, I think my team's just fine. Nice. He also asked if uh, the same hey, thing. Don't even get me started on this whole Kamara conversation because no, we I, can I go can down go. the road. We could we could open up we could open up as many doors. Let to me that let, as me, we t- need let to. me t- let me give you the start of this. Okay? <laughs> this is just for two just for, for one. the record. Two for, for one. the record. Two for one. Duck Cowboy comes to the table with two great players. Oh. I'm all about it. He goes back, takes one of them off the table, then comes back and expects me to still do the trade. I mean, come on. Hey. Typical Duck Cowboy. Get you talking, thinking that you're just, once you're talking, you're going to do it. It's just a matter of time. And he's pulling things back, pulling things back, because I got something else on the on the hook over here now. And I want to still get what I want over here, but also this. And and yeah. then I'm the bad guy? No. I think that, like, like I said, there were a couple <laughs> other – I had no issue with that trade, with our trade not going through whatsoever. You shunned me for four days. No, I had an opportunity. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I feel like that's against the rules. The 24, well, what it, happened in 24 hours? No, no, no. He just... He just no, 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 no. No, that's not true. I didn't shun you. <laughs> I, had, I had an opportunity to, um, to disallow your trade to happen because there was also a Kelsey Hulu deal that was on the table that I could have sweetened and had done um that I didn't do. But you wouldn't have gotten Kamara. It would have been tough to make that trade with the one player. It would have it would it, it would have pigeonholed you for sure. It would have bullied you a little bit. And I didn't do it. And I feel good about it. I feel really <laughs> good with where my team's at. All right. What's the next question? Okay. We gotta move on from this. My this gosh. Is, this is our last question. And this is real thoughtful. He submitted three other questions that were very footballsy and very sports related. Um, we, we, we wouldn't want those. No, we've already gone through <laughs> all this. We're gonna we're gonna finish this out with a real, real, real thinker right here. So right. Uh, so our friend Gore yep. sent sent this one in. Ooh. If you could take the red pill and go back to age 13 with all your knowledge you have now, or you take the blue pill and advance to age 50 with 50 million, which would you choose and why? I feel like we've had this question. I've heard this question. And I think that I always roll with the... I'm go. I'll go to the fifty million at fifty. That'd be so sweet. Golf, yachts, houses. Because I think if I go back to when I'm thirteen, I'm going to overthink everything. And it's not like you have a bunch of money that you can invest, even if you know it's going to hit when you're thirteen. But I also feel like I, you'll get an arrogant way about you, and everyone's going to hate your guts anyways because you just quicker to adapt than everyone else because you have all your same knowledge which would be great how awesome would that be i mean we could have started the league years ago you know you'd know all of that stuff from before but you'd still think with one thing as a 15 year old (laughs) (laughs) well yeah yeah you would that you'd score it better yeah 
Well, that part would be better, but you'd piss away all the rest of it. Yeah. yeah. The other thing, the other thing that I was thinking about this question, it's like only being a few years removed from 50 <laughs> yeah i'm not losing out on that much and to get a 50 yeah. million dollar payday in four years I was, that's what i'm saying i think take it, it. please yeah. take it yeah. take the ha take half of the taxes sure i got 25 million sure Heck sure yeah. tax the crap out of me i don't care please yeah all right well let's we gotta move on zip it up Bud's bag done with yeah that. zip it up we're going to justin's jibber jabber <laughs> Just, 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 Justin, Justin's Jibber Jabber. All right, what do you got for us? Today? Well, the Wheel of Jabber is back. Yes. yes. I'm going to make this the quick. We're going to spin it. We've got a few. Well, we've got quite a few different options on here, but this is called, and I know that we're all tired of talking about COVID, but the facts of the matter are, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, it is. And I want to talk about as crappy as it has been, been this last year 2020 COVID would you go through another year like 2020 of COVID or whatever lands on the wheel of jabber this is something Let's called do it. Let's COVID, do it. COVID or spin yes. it COVID or being roommates with Irish Puddle for two years. <laughs> two years. Uh, I'll go with the I'll go with the roommate. I'll be his roommate for two years. I would I would immediately go COVID. Outside of the world <laughs> falling apart, this has been great. This has been like a sabbatical, without like, without the work stuff that I got to get back to. This is it's been great. Oh. Interesting. This might not go as planned. <laughs> Bud, Bud loving COVID. <laughs> heart. Heart hands. Heart hand COVID. Hey, listen, Thousand people dying about, a day. I, I think that Irish puddles wouldn't be home half the time. So it's... Well, it's COVID. It's COVID. You can't go out. Oh, during COVID. Like it's, well, it's like we're, Oh, okay. You're saying, yeah, you're right. And, or, that's a good call. But the other, but that time that he is home, he shit the bed and threw up near you. So, yeah, but he's in a whole nother room, and no, you got you're sharing a room. Now you're changing the rules. <laughs> okay, we're gonna spin it. Okay, COVID or this one's mainly for Bud. Oh, wear nothing but Adidas gear for three years. Oh, I would Three go. Years? I would go COVID times four. Yeah, oh, me too. I can't wear that garbage. I can't. There's so many. I would go Columbia or Carhartt. Three work, years is a long work time. Wear. Yeah, I haven't seen one piece of Adidas clothing that made me want to change sides. I totally agree. I am a, a huge Liller guy, especially after what he's been doing these last few days. I couldn't put myself in a pair of his sneakers for anything. Well, and you guys saw the news article today that they're pricing his sneakers at $61 because because he scored 61 points. No, it's because no one's buying them for 120. <laughs> <laughs> Let's spin it. This one's more for CJ. Oh. COVID or Raiders win back-to-back -back Super Bowls. <laughs> 
Gosh dang. Yeah, I can I don't know. Back to think back. about all those people dying. Think about how many families. Oh, you don't think there's gonna be a lot of people dying at the end of those in those parades in Las Vegas? Not 150,000. <laughs> on Las Vegas Boulevard? <laughs> yeah. Niner fans, maybe. <laughs> Getting beaten up. But but the the saving grace would be that uh, Mariota would lead them to glory. Oh, no. Mm. Yeah. No. I didn't hear an answer. I, yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess I have to go with the Raiders back-to-back. Just... I don't know. This this is torture, man. <laughs> I, yeah, I. That's terrible. You're you're a horrible person. <laughs> I'm gonna spin it again. COVID or trade rosters with the electrocutioner. Oh, I would trade. Mm. I trade. That's fine. <laughs> COVID. I'm all. It would. Huh. It would. It would. It would force me to ha- get away from all the people that I have weird allegiances to for no good reason. You know, if you, speaking of going back with all the knowledge you have. <laughs> blue pill, blue it, pill. It would be, it would be really, it, it might be fun to put together like a long-term plan. Cause that's been kind of fun about this year for me anyways, is just kind of redoing the roster to a certain extent. And that's kind of fun to have like a plan and, and seeing it come together. I'd probably take the, I'd probably take the, the roster that's Think, nice thinking of the people good work well that's all i got for the wheel of jabber that's a good one that I was like that. solid justin i loved it thank you okay well great. we're gonna wrap it up because we're way over in time this could be our longest whatever <laughs> easy here it is this is it but remember we've got trading that ends friday the 14th don't forget so next friday Yep, and then next Friday, <laughs> the 21st at noon, keeper deadline, noon. Set mm-hmm. your, oh, I'm, this is, I'm not reminding people because I, I, this is it, this is it. I'm not gonna, because no, because a lot of people sent me their, their cut list like a month ago and they're like, hey, just in case I forget, here it is, you know, um, Oh, and I'm that's like, a great no. idea. yeah, that's but horrible planning. Yeah, and it's like, and then if somebody gets hurt, just take my next best guy. I'm like, no, like, <laughs> not gonna, not gonna do that. So oh, it is what uh, it is. CJ, do the draft for me too. Can you just do my draft? But do then, it, draft. but then it disappears in Slack, and it's hard for me to find. So I couldn't remember. There was a couple of guys that did that, so I had to figure out who it was. And anyways, now I have to make a new rule that you can't submit it until the week of at the earliest type thing something. rules are rules yeah but then there's the keeper one so don't miss that do not bud you are a triple loser on fines and this one could be bad for anyone that's had them before so did you see the slide i sent you one earlier today it's got my keepers on it <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll take a look at that. Yeah, no, but just just a reminder for everybody because we gotta gotta hit those, gotta get them right because everyone needs to start planning, and this will be a really tough year to plan for. So we need those on time so I can get the rosters out to everybody next Friday afternoon. I'm curious to find out what those keepers are for quite a few teams. Hey, wait, yeah, it's I, a tough one. 
Last thing, there was one question that I forgot someone asked. Is it worth it to pay the $10 on Fantasy Pros? $10? What costs $10 on Fantasy Pros? Isn't that the Super Gold? Someone's asking if the Super Gold level one isn't $10. I don't know. I don't, I certainly don't, I pay a lot more than $10, it seems like. So it is worth it. Got it. Got I'll note to them. Hey, listen, I think that everyone's on fantasy pros and until the next something comes out, we're all on a level playing field for the most part. Not me. You know, when it comes when it comes to some of this stuff. Like everyone's seeing the same stuff. Which I've is got good. A, I got a different guy. Oh you got a guy? I got a guy. It's really, it's really worked out for you. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm. <laughs> That's terrible. He's a new life. guy. He's a new guy. <laughs> Darius. <Sorry>. Darius. He's <laughs> <Gee>, sorry. <laughs> Guys, I do man. have one thing to get off my chest. <laughs> oh, boy. And we haven't discussed it to date, but. We just pushed over time. The franchise <laughs> that is Duck Cowboy has a catchphrase it is go ducks and go cowboys and go duck cowboys. yeah we uh... one third <laughs> of that is not going to be happening this year mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. same as boise state yeah which is a tragedy but no so one says... far so good we're okay mountain west doesn't care about that stuff so they, they might make the tournament then <laughs> <laughs> ACC and the SEC are going to play. We'll see. We'll so, give it another three weeks. So dumb for them to do that. So now I just have to say go Cowboys and go. You can still say go Ducks. It's depressing. I'm going to drink the rest of this bottle of wine. Good. But it was good to catch up with you fellas. And hello yeah. to the league. I'm looking forward yeah. to the draft. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody in a few Look. weeks. Actually, everybody see, everybody's seeing everybody. ELE. Yeah. Got my hazmat suit. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. I got my dust, I got my dust mask ready to go. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you. See you soon. All right. Peace out, guys.